This is the Winning at Work and Home podcast with Damon Eddy, dedicated to helping individuals not only win at work, but more importantly, win at home and in life. Helping individuals define what true success looks like for them and helping them live that success daily, allowing more freedom to passionately love the people and enjoy the things that matter most in their life. Welcome to the Winning at Work and Home podcast with Damon Eddy. Well, guys, thank you for uh, listening to this podcast, episode number 140. Um, doing it on live on Facebook, a different time. I'm doing it um, in the evening. Usually I get up and do this in the morning, but I have a uh, closing super, super early in the morning, which is a good thing, which I'm thankful for and grateful for. Um, so I thought I would get it done tonight while it's fresh on my mind. I, I actually am drinking a little bit of coffee right now, so hopefully this won't keep me up uh, too late. But but I think this is an incredibly important subject that we're talking about tonight. Uh, I forget what I put in the in the in the title or you know thoughts how they affect our behavior. We're going to talk about our relationship with God condemnation, um, and then a little bit of futility. So I think it's going to be a good topic. And I think it's important. You know, I did a post on my Facebook page this morning regarding it. And it was um, in regards to a sermon that I heard on Sunday that I thought was incredibly powerful. And it was a great sermon. (coughs) Excuse me. And um, I just wanted to share everything. in regards to that, because I thought it was incredibly, incredibly important. And I, again, just thought it was good. So wanted to share with you guys. If you haven't seen the post that I wrote, you can go to my Facebook page and look at it. I also did it on uh, my Mindset Minutes Facebook page. I'm going live on my personal one uh, tonight. But let's go ahead and get into it. I want to talk about, uh, I love this. This uh, I read this this morning. It said, all of our behavior results from the thoughts Thoughts that precede it. So the thing to work on is not your behavior, but the thing that caused your behavior, your thoughts. So that's incredibly important, guys. You know, so much what we do is we focus on our behavior, but so much of our behavior really starts with the thoughts and what we tell ourselves. And, and the stories that we, we tell ourselves. So what I liked about this, I heard a sor- sermon this Sunday, and I want to talk about it. This um, particular person was talking about addiction that he was struggling with. And it, and it just like in any type of addiction that we have, it causes so much shame. Um, you know, and what we end up doing so much is focusing on fighting the addiction, focus on not doing what it is that we don't want to do. And, and that's where all our focus goes on. And, you know, it's interesting when we do that, when we put so much focus on maybe what it is that we're not wanting to do, who it is that we're not wanting to be. Um, and, and we just think about that and we live in shame. We live in guilt. We live in, you know, this feelings of not being enough. Um, it's really interesting, and this individual was talking about that that he couldn't he couldn't beat this addiction, he couldn't fight it, and and what happened is what changed for him is when he stopped focusing on the sin, when he stopped focusing on the shame, uh, and all the things that that addiction was causing him, 
And what he did begin to focus on was he focused on God and he focused on God's love and, and, and his acceptance. And, and, and even in his addiction, even in and while he was caught up in the act of his addiction, he would focus on God and he would picture God being there with him. And it, it, it's crazy, crazy to think about this, guys. But I remember I was listening to a ser- sermon with Judah Smith at a church home, and, and he talked about this. He said, you know, next time you're in your sin, next time you're whatever it may be, this whatever it is that you don't want to do, picture God, focus God, focus on him, focus on his love, focus on, on him knowing while you're doing what you're doing that there's no condemnation, that he does love you. And, and it's very amazing. And, and, and what this individual did was begin to do that. And what happens is your, dimini- your, 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 um, your need or your desire to sin begins to diminish. It begins to diminish while you're actually in the act of doing it. And you then begin to, it begins to diminish altogether. So it's a, it's a crazy, crazy thing because so often what we do in addiction and different things is we push God away. We push him aside, right? We, we, we go over here and we do this thing and, and, and we, we try to hide or we try to think that, that he, he wouldn't want to be around us or he would be disgusted or, you know, that we would be in so much shame. And that's completely, completely the opposite of what we actually need to do. And, and, and we need to, in, in our worst moments, in our worst times, in when we're struggling the most, that's when we really should be bringing God into it, right, for, for his guidance, for his help, and to realize that we are loved. You know, it's interesting. I, I think so often what happens, guys, is life just beats us up, and we beat ourselves up. You know, we, we, we say we're not, as not, uh, not enough as a, uh, of a man, right? So we go to other things to make us feel like we're more of a man. Um, you know, maybe for the women, you're not enough as a woman. You maybe not feel like you're a good mother. Guys, you may not feel like you're a good dad. You don't earn enough. You're not successful enough. You know, all those things, not pretty enough, not handsome enough, all those things. And basically what we're doing is we're just talking crap to ourselves, right? I mean, really, that's what we're doing. And, and, you know, it's, it's a poor mindset, right? How, how we communicate and what we think of ourselves. And what I feel that we need to begin to do is we need to understand that God loves us. Or let's go back. Let's use this little example because I just thought about this. You know, how, how would you feel? Let's take your kids, for example, if you're parents, let's take your kids and, you know, you love them so much, you love them so much and, and, and you truly, truly thought they were beautiful. You thought they're amazing. You thought they were the most wonderful creation you've ever saw. Right. And, and, and even in our love, we cannot fathom how much God loves us. And that's, let's say, for example, that's, that's what you thought, but your kids, didn't think that. And no matter how much you affirm that in them, no matter how much you love them, no matter how much sacrifice that you um, would give for them or what you have done for them, they just never felt like they were enough. They never felt worthy of your love. How, how, how sad would that be? 
right? That they never felt like they were enough. And, and, and if you put that in our relationship, I feel with, you know, with God for us, it, it's, it's almost like the same thing, but his love is so great. It's something we can't even fathom, right? We can't even fathom that. So just think about that. How, how, how would you, how would you feel, right? You look at your kids, you know, and, and you just love them to death and you see no wrong in, in what it is that they do. But, but they, they feel completely um, not that way. That, that, that would feel not that great in regards to that. And, and, I, and I love this too. It, it, it talks about in Romans um, 8.1. It says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Condemnation, that means disapproval. A simple dis, uh, definition of that is disapproval. Okay? So, so we're told right there that there's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, for those who accepted Christ Jesus. But then why in the heck do we feel like we have to condemn ourselves? Why do we feel like we have to beat ourselves up every single day? Right? Why do we do that? We need, we need to stop doing that. Because what we talked about in the very beginning, when our thoughts affect our behaviors, okay, if we're having crappy thoughts about ourselves and we're thinking negative about ourselves that we're not enough, we're not pretty, we're never going to be enough. Uh, God doesn't love us. Uh, you know, I need to do this. I need to do that. All these different things. You know what? It's going to affect our behaviors. And and the one thing that we're trying to stop, right? That the behavior that we're trying to stop those things that we're trying to stop. I mean, you got to ask yourself. You got to think about it a little bit. Is it because of the thoughts that you have running in your mind, the bad thoughts of who you are as an individual. You know, I, I feel when we get to the point in life that we begin to understand that life is not about things. It's not about, you know, those things that we, we may try to achieve or go after, but it's, a, a, it's truly about a connection with God and others. It's not about what we can take from this world, Right? So much as what can we take? But a state of appreciation for God, right? His love, his sacrifice, his companionship, all that stuff, his acceptance through the challenges of life and truly loving and serving others without expectation. I think we need to get to that point. And this is really, guys, this is really for every single one of us that struggle with thinking that we're not enough, thinking that we're not loved, that we're battling these addictions, these behaviors, these things that go on in our life. And if we can begin to tell ourselves and focus on who we are and how much we are loved, that it's incomprehensible really to us. Maybe that's the problem, right? Maybe that's the problem in itself. We just can't understand it. We can't understand it. But if we can begin to understand and, and, and also too, thanks, Scott. Also, too, I, th- I think this comes from a, a place of brokenness. Unfortunately, I think sometimes what we need to do, there's so much running, there's so much striving towards getting these things of, of that, that, that we think will validate who we are, that we think will bring us happiness. These things we run and we pursue and we do and we do and we do. 
you know, when we come to a, a realization in our life through through finally maybe just exhaustion, maybe maybe something that happens in our life where we do experience this tremendous brokenness, and and the only thing that we can do, and the only comfort that we can get, is really surrendering to God and going to God for His for His grace for His for His strength. Right, those times when you when you feel like you can't even get out of bed or go through the day. Sometimes you wonder, how do you get through those days? Sometimes it's a season of a being carried, being carried by God, right? But, but although that is so hard, it's such a hard place. It's such an incredibly good place to be because I think it's when we truly begin to understand and begin to realize through our striving, through all the, the things that we tell ourselves through all the things that the world, you know, shoots at us of who we should be. We begin to understand that it never actually truly satisfies. What's it all for? That's where we're talking about that futility a little bit, where we seek anything outside of our relationship with God. I think our relationship with others for pleasure, for happiness, it's fleeting. It's futile. It's not going to last. And it's not going to give us what we need. And I, I, and I think once a person truly knows who they are to God, despite what the world may think they should be, and stop chasing things that cannot be caught, I think then they can find a sense of peace. I think they can then find a, a, a little bit of purpose in their life. But so often what we do is, is we, we try to chase and go after things, trying to find happiness, trying to find you know, validation in a world that really, it doesn't work. It doesn't work that way. Now, I'm not saying, you know, don't be ambitious. I'm not saying, you know, don't go out and try to pursue the things that may be in your heart. I'm not saying that. But what I am kind of saying is, is don't expect that, okay, those goals that you may hit or those things that you may achieve to give you true happiness. You know, often when we hit those goals and we hit those things that we're striving for and we want to uh, achieve when we hit them, you know, sometimes they're a disappointment. We're like, wow, okay, that's all it is. What, what was I going for there? You know, um, you have to really think about that a little bit. So, so then I think you start getting to an age, you know, I'm 48. I'm, I, I, I think I'm starting to figure that some stuff out a little bit, just a titch. I don't know if titch is a word, but just a little bit, you know, and it gives you a little bit of sense of relaxation of like, okay, the most important thing is really understand. I think understanding and knowing that life is hard. It's going to be a challenge. It's going to be ups and downs. But, but I have a relationship with God that's going to help me through that. I don't, I don't expect those things not to happen. Life is life. I think sometimes we get screwed up when, we, when bad things happen in our life and then we blame God or we start asking ourselves, well, why did, why did that happen to me? You know, why am I going through this? And I don't know. Right. Some some things there's no explanation for it. Life is life. And there's terrible things that happen to individuals. 
but I think but I think it's coming to the point to where we realize and we know who we go to when times are hard, who we go to really in everything. Who do we go to in the pain? Right? And if you can get to the point to where you go to your heavenly Father and you find an avenue and you find a connection to where no matter how hard that pain is, that you go to him and you can get comfort and you can get peace and you can, you know, a big thing for me is journaling, just going and just writing the words down on a piece of paper. And, and I imagine that God's sitting right there with me in my office in that chair that I look right across from and we're just writing it down and we're putting, pouring out our hearts in the pain, right? If we can go to him and we can go to people that love and care for us in the pain, that's really really, really good because often what we do is we don't. We numb out the pain and we go to things that are not helpful, right? And then I think in the pleasure too, in the pleasure in life, we give thanks and we're appreciation when stuff's going well, right? When things are going well in our life, when when things seem to be moving in a good direction and there's some incredible blessings in our life, to go to God with thankfulness then. But to understand through that and to not be surprised when it doesn't continue and some bad things happen. It's kind of like the seasons of life, right? What comes, what comes after, you know, what comes after summer, you fall and then winter, right? But what comes after winter? We got spring. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It kind it kind of just goes around. So, you know, this too shall pass and understanding that. And I guess being able to go through life, understanding that, that the, you know, you're loved. There's no condemnation. Okay. So much that we can't even fathom it. Stop talking crap to yourself. Stop beating yourself up. Stop doing that. Begin to realize and do whatever you can do to understand you're a beautiful, unique, amazing individual. There's no one out there like you. There's nobody like you. There's nobody like you. You are completely unique. That's it. And to appreciate that every single thing about you, everything about you, and then to understand and do what it is to get connected to God and connected to others. And then I think to go through life with with little less expectations. I think that's what screws us up, expectations and relationships. Right? I'll do this for you, but I kind of expect this back or this and that. Gosh, if we can get to the point to where we just love and serve without any expectations, gosh, it'd be beautiful. That's what I'm trying to work on. Got a lot of work to do in regards to it. So let's go back to what we talked about in the beginning, and then we'll, then we'll end this. All of our behavior results from the thoughts that precede it. So the thing to work on is not your behavior, but the thing that caused your behavior, your thoughts, your thoughts. So guys, I'll end with this. Stop beating yourself up. You are incredibly loved. God loves you. If you have accepted Christ as your savior and, 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 and you're still beating yourself up and saying you're not enough and, and just talking crap and, you know, this and that, please stop that. I have to stop that and, and, and don't focus on, don't focus on the sin in your life. Okay. 
Don't focus on the addiction in your life. I know this sounds contradictory, but focus on God. Focus on God. Focus on who you are, how much you're loved, that there's no condemnation, that even in your sinning, even in your lowest, lowest point, in the act of sinning, whatever it is you're doing, bring God into it. Bring him there. I know it sounds crazy. I know it sounds crazy, but do it and see what happens. Do it and see what's happened. Don't push him away. Bring him in. So hopefully this helps, guys. I'm going to head out and drink the rest of my coffee. You guys have a great, great night. Thanks for watching. Thanks, Scott, for the comment. And uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Well, let me go to turn this off. Bye. This is the Winning at Work and Home podcast with Damon Eddy, dedicated to helping individuals not only win at work, but more importantly, win at home and in life. Helping individuals define what true success looks like for them and helping them live that success daily, allowing more freedom to passionately love the people and enjoy the things that matter most in their life. Welcome to the Winning at Work and Home podcast with Damon Eddy.